Anger. How do we define anger? Webster's Dictionary defines anger as a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Too often we find ourselves in this state of anger, or we find ourselves angry and um, frustrated about circumstances, situations, and people surrounding us. Oftentimes we look at our anger and we feel it's justified because we have been wronged in one way or another, or we have been put in an uncomfortable position one way or another. So we are quick to rise to anger. Our tempers are quick to flare when we feel like there's been an injustice, when we feel like we've been treated unfairly, when we feel like we've been put in harm's way or there's a threat, um, or when we feel as if we've been disrespected, then oftentimes we feel a sense of anger. Anger is something that I'm familiar with. It's not something that is a stranger to me. Um, (laughs) If you know me, uh, you know, people joke and nickname me as the Hulk because, you know, you won't like me when I get angry. (laughs) And that's been something that I've been working on um, throughout my entire journey, throughout my entire life is working on addressing anger. And what I've learned, what I've discovered, what I've come to find is that it's not anger that we need to address. It's the underlying issue that triggers the anger that we need to speak to. So anger is an emotion that we feel when we feel as if the outcome that we desire will not be met. So we get angry when we feel like the outcome that we're hoping for will not be met in any situation. Um, you're hoping to to date a guy and he lies to you and you find out that he's married. So you're angry because the outcome that you've looked for in terms of having a romantic partnership is no longer available because this person lied. So you're angry. You're angry because of the underlying um, fact of the matter that you will not be able to engage in a romantic relationship with this person. You're not able to see the thing that you'd hope for um, have the outcome that you'd hope for. Or we're up for a promotion at work and we don't get the promotion and someone less qualified gets the promotion and we're angry because we know that we've put in work. We know that we bust our ass nine to five, 365, and we are more than qualified for this role. And yet because, um, you know, XYZ knows the CEO or knows the VP, they've been given this promotion. So we're angry because... The outcome that we'd hoped is not the outcome that we received. So often we really need to look at what is the underlying trigger of that anger? Am I really angry at my partner because they didn't do something I asked? Or am I angry because the underlying outcome was not the outcome that I'd hoped for? So we have to ask ourselves that even when we become angry at situations that 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 we may be a spearhead or we may be the lead of. So, you know, let's say I, I decide to start a, a new business venture and things don't go the way I planned. So I get angry at myself. I get angry and I blame myself. I get angry and I say, if I'd done things different, if I prepared more, if I marketed more, if I had more resources, if I had more capital, then things would have gone differently. So now I'm angry with myself and the things surrounding me because the outcome that I'd hoped for was not the outcome that I received. 
So I'd hope that my business would flourish, but because it didn't, I'm angry that it didn't. I'm angry at everything that had to do with the business, all parts of the business, including myself. So we have to ask ourselves, is that anger really justified or, or more, or even more so, what do we do with that underlying emotion? What do we do with that underlying feeling? So the underlying feeling, um, I didn't get I didn't get my business off the ground. The underlying feeling is fear. I'm afraid that I won't be successful if this business venture doesn't go the way I planned. I'm afraid that if I don't uh, do well in this endeavor that I will be judged or criticized or looked at in a in a way that um, that is subpar. Uh, I am I am afraid that if I don't get this business deal off the ground, all the money and time that I've that I've invested um, will go to waste. You know, uh, I'm afraid that if I can't make um, the money back for this investment or for this project, that it will cause uh, discord between myself and my spouse. So really, the action or the feeling, the emotion that triggers the anger is fear. Fear. So a good example, something that um, has recently come across my path. My son is visiting with his father um, this week and we're in the midst of the coronavirus. Well, um, his dad gets his hair braided and he thought that it was a good time to have a braider come into his home and braid not only his hair, but my son's hair at a time when they're asking us to do social distancing and they're asking us to um, keep a healthy distance from 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 others and individuals and to stay in your home uh, contained with your family, not letting new people in and not, you know, you not going out into the out and about into the world unless you need to. So my first reaction was anger. I was so angry that he put my son in harm's way. And then I had to ask myself, while this anger may be warranted, yes, he did a silly thing that was irresponsible and put my son at risk. And maybe my anger is warranted. But I have to ask myself, what will my anger accomplish? What will be done or what will be benefited or what will come from um, a shouting match or pointing fingers or um, me losing my cool on this end? What will come of that? No good will come of that. No good will come of that. So realizing that is the first step, that no good will come of me in this angry state. I have to address the anger. And the first thing that I'd like to do to address that anger is to ask myself, what is the underlying trigger here? What is the underlying cause of my anger here? Am I angry because my son got his hair braided and his dad got his hair braided and that he had a braider come to his house? Is that really why I'm angry? Because under normal circumstances, would that upset me? No, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be angry. It wouldn't bother me. But what's different in this situation is the fear. The concern and the fear that we all have for the COVID-19, this coronavirus that is out. So because I have a concern for my son, for his well-being, for his health, um, for him to, to not be touched by this virus, I am fearful that by him coming in contact with a stranger, an outsider who we don't know and we don't know her whereabouts, that he may at some way fall victim to this pandemic. So it's a fear 
an underlying fear that created the anger. Because of my fear that he will not um, fare well, I'm angry. So I have to ask myself, what do we do with this fear? What do I do with this fear? Is this a warranted fear? Are there signs that say um, that this fear may come to fruition? Or is this the mind running away with me um, because of what's going on, because of what's in the news, because of what could potentially happen? Is that why I'm in a state of anger? Is that why the fear is intensified? So I have to ask myself, what do I do when I'm in a state of fear? What do I do when I'm met with anger because of fear? What do I do when I'm met with anger because of insecurity? What do I do when I'm met with anger because of internal feelings that I embody? Well, first we have to address the internal feelings that I embody, that we embody. Mine being fear. So I have to ask myself, well, do I trust in source? Yes. Do I trust in creator? Yes. Do I trust that he has already promised to keep, protect, and provide health for us? Yes. Do I believe that his word is good yesterday, today, and forever? Yes. Do I know that he is the all-knowing, uh, all-powerful creator? Yes. So... When I have the almighty creator on my side, on my team, and rooting for me, then what do I have to fear? Has God not proven himself again and again and again? In each situation and circumstance that we faced, has he not proven himself to be true, to be faithful, to be smart, to be knowledgeable? He has. He's never made a... A silly mistake like we have. He's never um, had bad timing the way that we do. And he's never been um, ignorant to the facts. He knows everything. So I have to trust that his guidance, his direction, his moves, the plays that he calls are are all part of his will, are all part of the plan that will work to serve me to my best, um, to my highest, to my highest potential. So rather than lean into the fear, rather than um, allow the fear to consume me, I have to step back and observe what's going on here internally. So fear is the underlying issue. So I have to address my fears. I have to address the things that I'm afraid of. I have to remind myself that I'm covered, that I'm protected, that I'm light, that I'm love. I have to remind myself that in all honesty, I don't have control in this situation. This is a situation that I never had control in. The only control I have is to keep myself in my family shelter. And even in that, and even then, I can't guarantee the outcome. So I have to take the fear away, take my self and my ego and my emotion and my mind out of the middle of that and I have to completely lean on source and rely on source and go back to source because the underlying uh, emotion that stemmed or shall I say that triggered my anger stemmed from fear so what is triggering your anger are you um, you know, angry at your spouse when you guys have fights, if, if, he, if, if he or she leaves or doesn't answer the phone? Are you angry because of the action? Or are you angry because you fear 
that they'll leave and that you won't have a partner and that your marriage won't go the way you planned or that you'll be alone? Do you have an insecurity uh, within yourself? Are you afraid um, within yourself? Do you have things within yourself that, that you dislike so you fear others will dislike? What inside of you is triggering the fear that is the underlying thread to your anger? What is it that you're afraid of? What is it that makes you feel uncomfortable? What is it that that you're insecure about? What is it that makes you feel less than? Because those are the underlying triggers that kick anger into play. Those are the underlying factors that allow us to become angry when we're met with different circumstances and in different moments. Those are the things that we need to look into, lean into and address because it's not really always the anger. The anger is what we see, but it's what's beneath the anger. It's what's beneath the anger. Um, I counseled with, I counseled with a gentleman before who, um, you know, would really get frustrated when he couldn't get his wife on the phone. Uh, he would call and she may be at work or she may be, and she was an event planner. So she had all different types of um, events and different times of day and night that she would be engaged in activities. And um, he would always get so angry and accuse her of cheating and think she was cheating on him and um, always get so angry when he couldn't get her on the phone and it had escalated into uh, a violent situation. It had escalated into something where um, his anger had had triggered him into to becoming violent. Um, so my my question to him, my thought process um, with him really was to get him to go back in to hone into what is this emotion that rises up? When you can't get your wife on the phone, what is this emotion that comes to the surface when she doesn't answer the phone or call you back within the the, the next 30 seconds? What is really the underlying emotion of that? Is it really anger? Well, we came to determine that the underlying emotion was insecurity, insecurity. He'd always felt insecure. He always felt like he didn't add up, like he wasn't good enough, like, um, he really didn't deserve to have his wife. So he thought that because he wasn't good enough, um, he felt within himself that he wasn't good enough, that she in turn felt the same. And that because she felt he wasn't good enough, that her interest wavered or that she uh, had interest in other men who were deemed more successful or more attractive or more um, fun loving and outgoing. So, the fault wasn't one of the wife's and it wasn't anger that he was truly feeling, but his own insecurity, his own uh, insufficiency, his own inability to see the value that he added to the equation. And so because of his insecurity, his underlying feelings of, of worthlessness and, and uh, low self-esteem triggered an anger in him triggered an anger in him that ultimately um, could have caused the demise for a healthy, strong, and innocent woman who done no wrong, caused no harm, um, and had not stepped outside of the, the, um, the marriage. So when we look at situations like that, we have to say, how many times 
Um, have we jumped the gun in our life? How many times have we put ourselves in bad situations because we jumped the gun out of anger? And we have to ask ourselves, what is the underlying cause of that anger? What is the underlying cause of that anger? And in his situation, in his case, the underlying cause of that anger was his own insecurity. Something that he developed in his youth. Something that he encountered because of a um, issue that he faced with his with his in his childhood, uh, in his day, in his younger days, has now morphed into um, a very harmful and detrimental mindset and behavior pattern. All because he allowed his fear and his insecurity to trigger his anger which in turn pushed him to becoming a violent, abusive husband, which is not something that benefited his wife, his family, nor does it benefit himself. So we have to ask ourselves, before we react in anger, before we allow the anger to rise, is there an underlying issue and how can we address that issue? What can we do to quench that thirst? What can we do to speak to that um, issue, feeling, insecurity, uh, circumstance? What can we do to speak to that? Because speaking to the anger alone is never enough. Speaking to the anger alone is never uh, a fix because anger is a reaction to an underlying issue. So if you're reacting to an underlying issue, we need to identify what is underneath the surface. What is underneath the anger? Where does that anger originate? Like the old folks say, nip it in the bud, because you really can't nip it in the bud until you know where the bud is. So you really have to go within and you really have to get to the the source of things or to the to the bottom of things. You really have to nip it in the bud. Anger is not the bud. Anger is the flower that blossoms from the blood, from the bud, from the seed that is planted. What is the seed that's planted? Seeds of insecurity. Seeds of doubt. Seeds of fear, seeds of seeds of, of negative self-thinking. Is it negative destructive patterns and behaviors that push us to fear? Are we self-destructing? Are we destroying others as we self-destruct? Those are the things that we need to look at, analyze, dissect, and really dive into. Because addressing the anger on the surface is not going to eliminate um, what is under the surface that is truly causing the ripple, that is truly causing the, that is truly causing um, these fluctuations. Until you address the root cause, you, you won't see uh, the overall change in the person. And they'll go from circumstance to circumstance and situation to situation, uh, and anger will become um, an everyday occurrence. Anger will become... Um, the the emotion that they lean on rely on their first their first call to action so we must remember that while anger needs to be addressed while anger needs to be corrected and identified it is only the flower that has blossomed from the seed that was planted so we really must go beneath the surface to identify what that seed is and remove that seed and the roots from the dirt pulling it completely out to eliminate um, those triggers and those those things that push us to this um, emotion that we call anger. So 
no stress, no strain. We all deal with anger and our emotions in, um, in, in various ways. And, and no one person being better than the other, no one person having a handle on, on, on how to handle emotions. Our emotions are one of the hardest things to control the mind, the emotions, the tongue, um, are, are things that we journey and, and work with our entire life. So be patient with yourself, be kind with yourself, be loving to yourself um, as you walk through and journey through uh, this emotion called fear. I'm sorry, called anger. (laughs) The emotion called fear and anger. Um, The emotion called insecurity, the emotion called doubt, the emotion called sadness. Because all of those things stem from a fear or um, an outcome other than what we'd hoped. So as we move forward um, in this current day, in this current time, under the current circumstances that we're facing, I encourage uh, you all to stand strong, to stand in faith, to rely on um, the the all-knowing and all-powerful creator. And I ask you to really take a look within to identify um, what are those underlying causes of anger. What are those underlying issues? And begin there. Begin your work there. Let's identify the seed. Let's identify what was planted to allow the anger to blossom. Until we meet again, love and light.